Hey everyone, welcome to the Refuel Team Fairchild podcast. Our goal with this podcast is for Team Fairchild to get to know each other, our support programs, and to increase our sense of community and development. Every episode, we will be sitting down with people from around the base and learning about them and their keys to success. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Refuel Team Fairchild podcast. This is our short series of our quick fill-ups how to make ourselves a little bit better, what's some stuff that we can focus on throughout our day and help us um, expand our knowledge, our our interpersonal skills. And to do that, we're sitting back down with Mrs. Don Altmeyer. Don, last time we talked about active listening and it was great. Uh, I definitely didn't get to the five that I was hoping for, but I definitely made some some progress and identified some blind spots. So what do you got for us today? So today I would like to talk to everyone about focus and diffusion. This is a topic I wish that when I was working active duty still that I had had because the research behind focus and diffusion is really powerful in how much more productive it makes us, uh, how many less mistakes we make when we practice focus diffusion and uh, how healthy it is for our physical and mental resilience. And so when we talk about focus and diffusion, a lot of times people come to work, you know, you get in 6.30, 7.30, whatever your hours are, and you sit down and you just go, 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 go. You look up, it's lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that seems like it's great and you're just being productive and, you know, everything's hunky-dory in the world. But what the research shows is our brains are not meant to run at marathon speed for long terms. So if you think in terms of an actual runner, if you envision someone who runs a marathon every month, they typically look very skinny. Uh, they look more frail, not hobbyist marathon runners, right, but right. people who do this quite frequently. And then contrast that to what a sprinter looks like. So if you look like look at an athletic or a Olympic sprinter, they tend to be more muscular. They tend mm. to look healthier. And that's because they are practicing focus and diffusion. They have these short bursts of energy and then they take time to recover. Short burst of energy, okay. time to recover. And the focus and diffusion is just that. We have these times of focus. Maybe it's a product you need to get out for work. It's inputting something into a system. It's fixing a particular issue on an airplane. It's pumping out an EPR or an OPR or 1206. And then we just tend to go on to the next task. But what the research shows is that when we take brain breaks, which is the diffusion part, mm -hmm. that it resets our brain. It gives us that recovery time so that we're actually becoming stronger. And so I did an experiment with a person who actually had metrics in their work center. And they said, we're trying to get our people to make less mistakes and have better productivity. So at the end of the day, they need to get so many, you know, let's say they're making widgets. They need to get so many widgets made. And I said, okay, I want you to, to test this for a week and every hour on the hour, get everyone together, pull them away from their computers, get them off their phone lines and take a walk around the building, take three or four minutes and practice a mindfulness kind of routine where they just focus on their breathing, have them tell funny stories, just something where it takes their brain off of the work. And the person's responses were trying to make them more productive, not <laughs> less productive. And I said, just humor me, just try it. And so they did for a week. And what they actually found 
was that the productivity, their actual numbers went up in one week, almost 25%, and the number of errors went down 38%. And if you think about it in the laws of learning, and there's, there's a ton of research, if anyone wants it, just let me know, it's in my office. But some of the laws of learning say that uh, the law of primacy says the first thing that you learn is where you're gonna have your peak memory, and the last thing you learn is where you're gonna have your peak memory. So if you're sitting in a class or sitting in a briefing, the you're gonna have peaks at the beginning of the briefing and at the, the end of the, the briefing. The von Rushroff effect says if you make it unique or different in some way, you'll have mm -hmm. peaks in between for that, which is why humor is always good for briefings or something outlandish because it kind of shocks your brain into doing something different. But in a normal, what we see as meetings and stuff, you have this peak at the beginning, this peak at the end, and then this just lag in the middle. And gotcha. so you kind of lose all that. And that's where people tend to make more mistakes. That's where their brain isn't firing as fast. So they're actually slower doing their things and more prone to make mistakes. And so if you think about that in an hour and you just take, you know, two, three, four, five minutes every hour for this diffusion, uh, that is going to increase. You have more uh, peaks for the primacy and the, uh, and I just forgot the word, the law of recency. So primacy and recency. When you have that diffusion, you have another peak of primacy and another. So if you have right. a four hour period, you're going to have that first hour, you know, the first few minutes, and then the last few minutes that you're breaking before lunch with this huge lag in the middle. Of hours, right? Of hours. Yeah. But if you took that break every hour, now you've got peaks four times in between with a little bit of diffusion in between. That is huge. So it costs, in your, in your example, it costs a company, let's say they did eight hours a day. So it costs them 40 minutes roughly of non, and I'm using air quotes here because we're on audio, not visual, so you can't see that. But <laughs> so of technically non-productive time to, to walk around, to get the brain break. But you said 25% and 38%? Yep, 25% increase in productivity and a 38% decrease in errors, which actually they didn't have to go back and fix all the errors. So they actually probably had more productivity right. when they're passing, but take so long to do stuff. So that I don't even think was accounted into the equation. This was just pulling raw data and not looking at variables or anything in there. For technically working 40 hours or 40 minutes less. Yes. That is, holy crap. I know, right? Yeah, it that's seems awesome. very counterintuitive, but there has been a ton of research on it that, especially in schools, which is why uh, when they started looking at recesses, where kids can get that energy expended. So if you think about it in like terms of diversity, so if you go into true colors, if you have a bright orange sitting in a mundane kind of job where they're not getting to do a lot of hands-on, uh, doing a lot of computer work, they're probably going to be more apt for having errors because they're just an adventure, kinesthetic kind of human that we have in a non-kinesthetic job. So this actually would make your oranges more productive. Uh, the people who are deep thinkers having that kind of break. It's kind of like if you're working on a jigsaw puzzle, think of it this way, and you're sitting at this puzzle for an hour and you're looking for a certain piece in a certain area and you just can't find it. And so you've just decided that this puzzle's lost somewhere and wherever lost puzzle pieces go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like socks in your dryer. Like, where do they go? Uh, but you get up, you get a drink, go use the restroom, you come back and it's like there's this spotlight right on this piece. 
and you see people do this all the time. They're like, all right, who put this piece back on the puzzle? And it was just sitting there, but your brain just kind of stops firing on all cylinders. Um, you're not getting that critical thinking going on because you've just, it's a status quo. So your brain just kind of checked out. And yeah. so having that diffusion reset your brain and it comes back and it's like, oh, well, there it is. And you just pop it right into place. You know, uh, now that you mention it, when I was doing some schoolwork, I remember experiencing that and not experiencing that. So I kind of could tell, could recognize both of those pushing through to try to get a paper done versus, and it, it's not a very long break that you need to take, but just, no. and it seems my experience of it was, um, you know, in that five minutes or whatever, my subconscious, like the puzzle piece, it was still kind of like chewing away at it. But, you know, my, my front brain it was like, okay, let's just veg out and just look at a tree for a little bit or, or yep. whatever the case is. Yep. And then you go back at it and yeah, it, I, I didn't really recognize and realize I had a name. So this is very fruitful and uh, I'm definitely going to take this over the course of the next week as well. And hopefully it'll, I uh, will you have to do something 10 times to make it a routine or something like that. It depends on yeah. the person. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. And I'm sure that we'll probably get into that one of these sections. <laughs> so I don't want to speed ahead, but Okay, so how do we do this? What uh, what sort of goals do you have for us this week? What do you think? Uh, how do we do so this? So if you're a person who likes to marathon task and just go, you know, one thing, especially certain personalities are very task-oriented, checklist-oriented. I am that personality. But I made it part of my checklist. So I have a little notification on my watch for breathing. And so I'll stop what I'm doing and it, I just breathe for one minute where I just focus on breathing, close okay. my eyes, and I do that. Uh, I take a lap around my building. So everyone knows me from just walking around the hallways like, oh, it's time for a lap. And it takes me like a minute and 45 seconds to do one lap. But I'm getting my blood circulating again, sending my oxygen back up to my brain. Uh, and so it just kind of revives me, wakes me up, say hi to a few people, practice my active listening when they ask them how they're doing in the hallway. Nice, nice. And come back and I'm gone two, three minutes, but I come back and I feel ready to do what I'm doing again. And uh, if you're a person that someone comes in and they want to chat and you've been working on it three or four hours and you sigh and you're like, oh, I was so close to getting done, you need focus and diffusion. So it's probably <laughs> the universe sending you someone to diffuse you for a second so that you can come back to what you're doing. And so maybe um, put into your schedule or task that a few times a day, you know, once an hour, if you are have just been sitting and sitting and sitting, hey, it's not healthy to sit that long. Right. So just go out and take a quick lap around your building or, you know, go say hi to someone and practice some active listening in that two minute little thing and find yeah. out what's going on to establish that connectedness. Practice a mindfulness routine, but just something that takes your mind and switch is tasks so that we don't get into that where it's just on autopilot. Right, right. And I love that you're infusing uh, past lessons because it's not a it's not a practices for a week and then, okay, yeah, I got that down. No, it's, I mean, if you're like me, it, it all takes time and reminders to make sure that we're focusing on what we need to focus on. Otherwise, sometimes you can, you know, be five degrees off and before you know it, you're like eating a Cheetos and a beanbag and you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and just a complete slob if you're like me but anyway any final thoughts or are we good no i think we're good i just uh, i challenge people even though it feels counter counterintuitive to be more productive just infuse some diffusion into your daily routine so just make yourself get up and go do something different you know two three five minutes every hour and then see 
how is your productivity? How, how are you feeling? Do you feel more energized? Are you seeing things faster? Are you making less mistakes on things? Even typing. Like I know if I've been sitting there for a while, I start, I have dyslexic typing sometimes where I reverse my D's and B's and P's. And so I know when I start seeing that it is time for me to get up and move and I come back and that just kind of tends to go away. Um, and so I challenge other people, find where you need some some focus, you know, we take our time yeah. to focus, but we also need to give ourselves time to diffuse so that we do become more productive and that we do see things from a new perspective and just give our brain that little energy boost that it needs. Okay. Well, you heard her. Let's uh, infuse diffusion throughout this week. Let us know how it worked for you. We're going to have the email here in just a second. Get a, get a hold of us. Let us know what you want to hear. If this is helping out, we want to hear that as well. We always want that encouragement. Give us your stories and that way we can share them and uh, let people know, okay, yeah, this worked for you. Maybe you got a little twist on it that we can uh, infuse in our next conversation. Thanks, y'all. Take care. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode of Refuel Team Fairchild. If you have show ideas, people you'd like to hear from, or if you'd like to be on the podcast, contact us at fafbcaa at gmail.com.